With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This, this, this is, 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 is Fight Disciples. We are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. It's Tuesday night, we're up the top of the tower, of course, it can mean only one thing, we are the Fight Disciples and we're back with all of Merseyside's best boxing. Uh, bit of a special this week, obviously, as you know, if you listen to this this uh, this show week in, week out into our podcast, you're probably aware that myself and Adam Cattrall are going over to New York on Wednesday, we're going to be there all weekend for the big Amir Khan, Terence Crawford, Bill Helver show out there, uh, for all reaction to that, follow us on social media at Fight Disciples and of course, check out this show here next week for a full review of everything that went on in New York City. However, back to Merseyside, back to the banks of the River Blue Mersey. Well, the Blue River Mersey, I was going to say, but I can hardly see it at the moment. The city's covered in thick, thick fog this evening, but I'm delighted to say that there's a massive show on Friday night at Liverpool Olympia. Uh, Jazza Dickens headlines in an international 10-round on his road back, uh, hopefully to a, a future world title shot again. There's 11 fighters, uh, 11 fights, sorry, on the bill, pretty much packed to the rafters with Scousers and my guest this evening. He's only in a four round on the show, but if you listen to Fight Disciples religiously, you'll know why he's in. Last time he was in the studio was actually pretty much two years to the month. Um, and he, the world was as oyster at that point. You know, he's going out there and what ultimately has turned out to be something of a, a world title eliminator. But the last two years haven't been easy. And uh, that's why I got him in the studio tonight to find out what's, what's been going on. John Quigley. Welcome back to the studio, my mate. Yeah, good to be back. Good to be back in the mix. Good to see you've got a big smile on your face. Even yeah. better to see that you're fighting in Liverpool on Friday night. Yeah. But the last two years, from the last time you were in, I think you were literally about to jump a flight over to Ireland to fight John O'Carroll. Was that right? Yeah, was it Ireland you fought Yeah, in Belfast, yeah. Yeah. You're about to fight John O'Carroll. As we know, as fight fans know, John O'Carroll just fought a few weeks ago for a world title over in the US. But that night, listen, I spoke to you in the aftermath of it. Take the take that, take the two knockdowns away. You won the fight standing on your head. I personally think you won the fight anyway. It was only the knockdown rounds where you actually lost points, in my opinion. But at that point in time, your career went left, and John Carroll's career evidently went right. Yeah, indeed it did. So you went down a pretty dark road. So the last two years, you know, where, where have you been and what's been going on? Um, so since the the, the Carroll fight, I then fought Declan Geraghty. Yeah, and. Um, I, took, I was in a position where I, I took the fight for the wrong reasons. Um, I switched camps and moved back to my dad with like four weeks out of the fight. Um, I'd done the TB band in my knee, which I, I couldn't move. I was restricted. Jazza was me sparring for for, the, um, for that, that camp. And when I spar Jazza, we're like, it's like a chess match yeah. with lots of movements. And I, I just couldn't do it. I was so restricted in my movements. And that was, I, that was a, I should have pulled out from that point. But... Like you say, I, I t- took the fight and um, I was a shadow of myself in the fight. My me, yeah. me, me movement was grounded. Um, you could see by the physique I was in that I weren't in the best shape because due to I couldn't run, couldn't get me because that's how I get my weight off. I couldn't run, so basically I, I ended up crashing the weight off, and it was a terrible performance by by my own standards. Um, 
And it's and funny as it as it is, and they stopped him as well in the tenth round. He was gone. Yeah. And um, I just I didn't have, I, did, I just didn't have it in me to 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 see it through and get him out of there. So from that fight, I kind of um, just went on. It just just lost my head a bit. Um, went went on a downward spiral and just just lost me, me who I am and just um, lost your mojo for the fight game a little yeah, bit. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, what happened? Why was it nine months? It was it nine, ten months between Carol and and Gerrity anyway. What happened in that time scale? Just the phone just wasn't ringing, or yeah, it's just, it's just a, it's a the phone weren't ringing. I went the, the dedication for me weren't there because I was thinking I'm fighting the, the only person who who's got a similar fight schedule to me is someone like Mayweather who fights once a year yeah. where he, he can you can he afford can, to do it. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. and I've I've said it. Um, so many times I can only reiterate the fact that no one will ever see the best of me until I'm active yeah. and I, I honestly believe an active John Quigley is, is unstoppable John Quigley and hopefully I've come to this stage now where it's it's it, it do or die for me and I, I want to stay active and let people finally see the, the real me well that's it that, that's always been the, the issue hasn't it that's always been the problem you know, it's like 18 months between fights, nine months between fights, even into the John O'Carroll fight. Nine-month break, you go into the John O'Carroll fight. I, I, if you're active, if even if you had a warm-up three weeks before that, because they were only flash knockdowns. Then flash yeah, knockdowns yeah. don't happen. You beat John O'Carroll, boom, next fight, boom, next fight. But instead, it's like you, you get it, you're on the wrong end of a decision over in Ireland. The You take the Geraghty fight nine months later. Your head's not right in that fight. You end up, you know, you lose in that fight. And then it's, it's taking what? Another... 13 months to get you out again yeah well th- that's when when um, I, I say it's the last roll of the dice for me I don't mean this is the I mean I can't afford no more big breaks yeah yeah at this it's, it's time in my career I can't afford to fight now and not fight now for a year because in a year I'm just getting older and older so this I just want to be active I want to be active a couple of couple of fights just to get me back in and anyone who knows me I've never dodged a fight in my life I'm not scared of anyone so Get, just get me sharp and give me. A, get, like, there's times when I've been offering, getting offered some of the Britain's top prospects on a day's notice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I like, I, I'd fight anyone, but on a day's notice, you, you, you just it's just times pull a fast one. Well, exactly. You know, people are trying to use you as a stepping stone. You know, yeah. and, and use what you're all about because I, I agree with you. You know, I think with a with a full tank behind you, with a full training camp, especially if you're active as well. You know, there's there's not a featherweight in the country that's taking you taking you at late notice at all. It just mm-hmm. won't happen. But the problem is because you haven't got a, the right promoter, maybe the right management team, the right TV deal, whatever. You haven't got all those bits in place. The only thing you can do is stay active, John. You've got yeah. to stay active. Well, I've just I've, I've just I've been out on my bay for the last week, done a week training camp out there, and the purpose of the training camp really was to just feel like a boxer again, yeah, and just come away from my family. Because that to me, that's the biggest sacrifice is to, to come away from the, my family, and and just dedicate myself and put my mind in the right place, and it, it was perfect because it, it just got me back enough the fighting frame of mind, and um, while I was out there, I signed a new uh, contract with MTK, and um, I can't the, the, the opportunities will come, yeah. I know they'll come, so the, the ball's now on my court now. Is to, as soon as I finish this fight Friday, I'm going, I'm back in the gym on Monday, yeah, because. Because I've had a, a bit of time off, I'm not fighting at the weight that I want to fight at. But to get the ball rolling, I'm going to be fighting heavy. But then I'm back in the gym this the following Monday, and I'm going to come down again and again okay. and again and just stay active and get back to it. So this four rounder at the Olympia on Friday, yeah. What weight's that going to be at? I'm going to come in at ten and a half stone. Okay. That's the heaviest I've ever boxed at. Yeah, yeah. So 
I I've showed you the picture earlier of of the the work that I've done. Um, come find nice people. Will will see me and think, hmm, he hasn't really seen that. I've come a, a lot a million miles away from where I was. Yeah. So it's just it's just. Uh, How old was that picture you just showed me then? So six seven weeks old. Wow. And yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not ready to share that publicly yet. Of I will course. in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am. I am a million miles closer to where I need to be than what I was. Not just physically, but in my, in my head, I'm in a good place now. Cool. So I just want to keep the momentum. Get back in the gym. I don't. I don't want no no time off. I don't need no time off. I'm not. I'm not a, a fighter that gets. I'm not in wars. I, 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 you know what I mean. So get me straight back in the gym. Get me a date. I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm not. I'm not bothered if I've got to take a sacrifice. Uh, like a. a I step down in money just to stay active. Do you know what I mean? Because I know that at the end of the day, that the big fight today. Yeah. So I don't, I don't mind swallowing it a, a couple just to, to get where it needs to go. So let's say we, let's say MTK are able to get, keep you active this year. You know, I'm talking three, four, maybe even five fights. Let's like literally on any show, any in show anywhere. So by the end of 2019, where will your weight be at? Where, where do you see yourself competing long term? Is it super feather? Is it even down a feather? I'm gonna say super feather for now. Yeah, super feather. Um. Who knows? Because you can do super feather when you've been out for ten months. That's what I mean. So if if I'm active and I'm in the gym and I'm and then who knows? But one step at a time. This is why I haven't jumped into a fight and said I'm getting down to this race. I thought, oh what? I'll get down to this and I'll I'll just chip away at it and do it sensibly. Yeah. <clears throat> when you look at the likes of uh, I use that John O'Carroll because that was the first defeat you've suffered as a pro. I use that as a as a bit of a that that fork in the road. When you look at where he's gone, when when you watched them a few weeks ago fight for the world title. You must have thought, what have I done here? What, what kills me? Yeah, it kills me. It's not just, and I, I any boxer who, who, who I don't know if this sounds bad coming across for me, but I just I mean I'm in it for the money. Yeah, I, I I'm in it to secure my family. I mean titles are great, but I I I want the money, and, and I see, I believe, and I've heard that the money he's getting, he's he's changed his life now. Yeah, and, and that because you were that close. It, that was it. Was that close? I mean, I pay, I've watched the fight so many times back, and I I personally think I won the fight. Um, but it is what it is. That it's, it's in the past, isn't it? So all I want now is um, get me better self back going. And do you know what? I, I want to correct them two losses on my record. Three fights in five years. That that's that's it. Right now, your professional career can be summed up in just those just those words. Three fights in five years. It's just not good enough. It's not, it's, you're nowhere it's, near active it's, enough. It's, it's terrible. It's and, and not just that. You, you get people saying like, um, it, it could you won that or it could have went each way. And that was me against someone who's active. Mm. I before that fight, I never fought for two years. I done I think three rounds against a journeyman yeah. and jumped straight into a twelve round fight. I've never done a twelve round fight before. Yeah, and you know what I mean. And then the fight after that, I jumped straight into a ten round fight after the thing, and I never stopped him. Yeah. So that's that's. What people are seeing, fractions of what I can do. I'm active, like I keep saying, active, fit, sharp, John Quigley, is, I'm telling you, is, is untouchable. Well, as soon as I seen this fight card come through from MTK and I'm looking down the list of names on there, as soon as I come to your name, I was like, I'm getting them in. I need to know what's going on because having spoken to you previously and knowing you and knowing your family, I think, well enough, I know that it'd be easy for me to say you must have had a dark place. I reckon you've been in three or four dark places. I reckon three or four times you've thought, that's it. I may as well spew it. Yeah, definitely. May Def- as well walk away from boxing. It's, um, I, I've, I've done an interview early in the week and talking about like I was I was in a bad place. Um, it's hard, it's hard to, to let people know. I just feel like, like I say, as fighters, we don't show no weakness. 
Yeah. Yeah, I get if I'm in a fight and I get it with a body shot, I ain't showing that lad I'm hurt. You know what I mean? I'm sucking it up and I've got a poker face and I've took that mentality since I was a kid into into life. So do you know when I've been down and I, I just haven't told no one. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I've just sucked it up and just took myself away from everyone. Even like I've got a very small group of mates and even them, I just took myself away from them. I just felt like there was. Um, I know. I just felt. I felt like a letdown, and because I know, I know what I can do, and I know yeah. what I'm meant to do, and everyone around me, close to me, knows what I'm capable of, and not one was moving. I'm thinking, I'm just a letdown here. You know what I mean? And you just you're going down and down, negative thoughts and scary thoughts as well. To be honest. Yeah. And um, that's little John, by the way, playing with yeah, Dad's phone. Johnny boy, messing with my phone. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> little skid up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but um. But it's, like I say, it's, that, that, that's gone. That, that, I'm, I'm all right to talk about now because I'm no longer, I don't feel like I'm depressed. I'm me- yeah, I'm not depressed anymore. See, yeah. I even hate saying that because it feels like I, you just people say for too, too easy. But I was in a bad place. Yeah, yeah. I, um, but now now I'm not. And I've, I've, said, I've said in the interview and I'll say it again. It, it is because of this little, little, <laughs> little get next to me. <laughs> little lunatic. <laughs> Well, that's it. You're doing it for your family. You know, you want to make a better life for them. That's you, 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 at least you're brutally honest about it. This is why you've come back to boxing. Yeah. But you've also got to come back for, to boxing for you. You've yeah. also got to be selfish for you. You could it'd be a, it'd be a travesty for you to look at yourself in the mirror in 20 years time and go, I should have committed to it. I should have given it yeah. one shot. You deserve it. You know, you deserve to be, listen. It'd be a travesty if you ended your career without belts wrapped around yeah, your waist I mean. with the it, talent you've got. If I, if I can't, if I can't. I don't want to end up like one of them people who's sitting in the pub in 20 years' time or 10 years' time, five years' time, sitting there watching someone who who, who I've beat or who I could have beat, th- watching them thinking, that could have been me. Yeah. And then tell, telling Johnny, that could have been your dad. Why Why can't it be me? It is me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I've still got time. I'm still young. I'm, I'm 28 and I'm not a... I'm not... So you meet some 28-year-old fighters, you can't sting a... A sentence together because mm-hmm. the punch drunk. I mean, I'm not the cleverest of people, <laughs> but I'm not punch drunk. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. So part of this journey has been coming back to train with your dad as well. Yeah, because um, that's been on, off, on. It feels like it's you know you've moved there, you've come back to your dad, then you've gone yeah. somewhere else, and it's 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 at that stage where everyone knows if if you work with your 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 dad day in day out, you, you're gonna have arguments. Yeah. Um, but at this stage for me now. I've just, I've got no, I'm, 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 that's it, mate. Do you know what I mean? I don't need to argue. It is what it is. Because life after boxing goes on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I don't want to f- fall out, lose a relationship, and then uh, while I'm in boxing, and then when boxing's finished in a few years, the relationship's wrecked then because of what's happened previous. So we're, we're, we're um, everything's good now. You know what I mean? We're on the same page, and um. My dad just murders me in the gym, basically. Good, good. <laughs> but I need it, that's what I mean. That's what you need he, to do. He pushed me to the state where I could cry. But, yeah. I mean, he push, if, when it comes to a fight and it comes to that stage, I think, Sand, I've been here before and we'll go again. Yeah. So it is good. For me, it feels perfect again. You know what I mean? You you, tra- you without your dad in your corner never felt right to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know much how talented a coach your dad is. Yeah. But of course, the family dynamics got to come first. The rest of the family can't suffer just because yeah. you're working relationship. But ev- everything, working. everything now is in a perfect place. I mean, me and my dad have, have um, worked on the style since since I was what exactly. He spoke six. to you. Yeah, to exactly. You so most most people who, who watch me fight think, "What are you doing?" Or 
I, I think everything about my style is technically wrong. You know what I mean? You would never advise a fighter to go and stand in front, in front of someone with your hands by your side and, and just... You, like, square, stand you, square on and yeah, use your reflexes. And square on. Yeah, but yeah. this is a style that I've learnt and, and improved and, and tested over the years with my dad. Mm-hmm. So you can go somewhere else and they don't quite understand. Like I, My dad will know if I put myself in a position... He knows that I'm, I'm setting someone up for this shot and what's coming after that. It's, it's, it's just balls, you know yeah. what I mean? And some, you go with the places and people don't quite understand. Of course. That's why it's, it's it's important for me and my dad to be working together because we've now created something that I don't think anyone could understand what we're doing. No. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's a style absolutely unique to you and unique to your dad, of course it is. Yeah. Listen, John Quigley's in the studio. 11 fights at Liverpool Olympia on Friday night. I'm sure tickets will be available on door. Absolutely packed with Scousers. I'll give you some more details of the rest of the card when we come back off the break. Do not go anywhere. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Delighted to say Johnny Boy Quigley still joins me in the studio. Part of this absolutely packed Merseyside fight card based going off at the Liverpool Olympia on Friday night. It's an MTK show. Loads of the lads on the... On the uh, on the bill, I've got tickets, but I'm sure there'll be walk-up tickets on the door as well. Big heavyweight Alex Dickinson, super welterweight top contender JJ Metcalf. He's literally a phone call from away from a title shot, that lad. Uh, Sakia Iqbal's fighting on there. Natasha Jonas uh, continues her comeback from her first career defeat last year. Their second fight since she looks to go 8-1. and one. Brian Rose, the former world title challenger from Blackpool, is on the card as well. Raza Hams is on the card, the undefeated featherweight. Uh, John Dring, John McConville and James Hennigan all make their professional debuts as well. And as I say, top of the bill. Jazza Dickens, the former world title contender, he takes on Nazibul Ramadan, who's an international African fighter, an international 10-rounder. Hopefully that's a, a final eliminator for young Jazza before he gets another title shot. That's the other thing, John, with yourself. It's like, I've seen you spar with Jazza. You can sell tickets for that because two years are absolute technicians and two years have got this incredibly unique style. Yeah. And it's such a crowd-pleasing, entertaining style that you've both got as well. But Jazz is a bit like yourself. I know he had that world title shot. I know he had that massive opportunity. But he, he can't seem to get a rhythm going. He's had to move to America. He'd try and fight in America. Similar to your Nick, he had to walk roots, yeah. try, try and get a career going in America. Things would look like they were going to happen. Then they weren't happening. Now he's back in the UK. It's like, it's so frustrating when you look at some boxers that get seemingly every opportunity the sport could open to them. And then there's people with talent, a crowd-pleasing style like yourself and Jazza. And you're like, come on. It's so frustrating. Yeah. But with, with Jazza, he, and I'll say with myself, it, there's, it's only a massive town. Yeah. I, I believe we're, we're too good not to, to reach them them heights. You know what I mean? Jazza's at a... Me, me, I spoke speaking to Jazza the other day, and we I think we've been sparring each other now for nearly about 15 years, something crazy like that. Wow. Do you know what I mean? So when people do see us spar... It is because we've known each other for so long. We've been training since we were like kids of on the on the GB squad, on the England squads, and um, whenever we, anyone's fighting a southpaw, we know we're the first person to get in touch. Is because you can't get better southpaws on your doorstep. Yeah. So um, it makes the spars even even better because he knows me and I know him, and, and it's just it's just it's just like I can see why people would pay for the spa. Absolutely, yeah, not half. Listen, we sound like you've had, you haven't had many fights. Obviously, you've had 16 fights. You were completely undefeated <clears throat> before that John O'Carroll decision went against you. 
So, you know, it's not like you're not up there in the rankings. What you need to do is get active to get back in the rankings again. Yeah. I think some of the organisations have now classed you as inactive yeah. just from lack of getting out there. So, listen, this is a four-rounder Friday night. You must have, when you re-signed with MTK last week in Marbella, yeah. I know you didn't just go, there's a contract and you signed it. I know you had the conversation to go, this is what I need from you. This is what I've got to have. Yeah. What was it? Was it three fights this year, four fights this year, five fights this year? As many fights as they can give you this year? As many fights wherever I don't I don't like I'm seeing this being shows announced in Denmark the shows in um, in Jordan uh, it's crazy Dubai they want yeah, Dubai, Dubai last week. I mean send me to Dubai but I'm willing to fight anyway I, I don't I don't I don't care I just I, I know I just need to get active that's what I need to be I mean I'm looking to put a good performance on on Friday um, where will I be at me, at me, me sharpest Probably not because realistically, I haven't fought for a while. I'm fighting the heaviest I have, but I, I'm getting in and I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight. And I'm gonna win and I'm gonna improve and get better. And, and telling you this, this year, um, by the end of this year, I want to be in a, in a, if not a, a title contention, we'll have a title by the end of the year. Yeah. Listen, I, you know, with a record like yours, with the opponents that you've boxed before, you know, the the, the standard that you're at. There's absolutely no reason whatsoever why you shouldn't be pushing on and really pushing for titles by the back end of this year. If you can get two fights under your belt, if you can, especially if the second fight can be back down at Super Feather, yeah, definitely, that's important. Get your yeah, ranking yeah. back at Super Feather, yeah, and then look at opportunities. That's, that's the plan. Um, I know there's a the fight got announced not long ago. Um, Marco McCulloch against Declan Geraghty, fighting for the IBF, the uh, Intercontinental, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, now that. That that's a fight. I could have the winner of that. You know what I mean. In, in time, there's 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 um, the British champion. Is it Sam Bowen? Who's people saying he's the most avoided fighter in the division? Uh, let, let me know. Do you know what I mean? I won't avoid you. Bring him this way, yeah. Just come on. If, if you ain't got a fight, come and fight me. I'm not bothered. Um, my my only condition is I, I want to do it in when when I'm active. Not, yeah. Like not now. I mean, do I have the phone rang now? Fight such and such for the British title. As much as I'd love to, I'm not doing myself no justice by taking a fight. So yeah. give me a couple of fights, and anyone who's avo- who feels avoided can come my way. Absolutely, of course. <clears throat> and listen, the, the, the super featherweight division domestically, especially, there's no, there's no real big name there, is there? I don't, I, I don't really count Scott Quigg because he's not really based in the country no yeah. more. And is he a featherweight? Is he a super featherweight? You know, he's on a different level. But everybody else, Martin Ward, as you say, Bullen, McCulloch, all, all those guys. They're just trying to make the names, aren't they? That's what I mean. There's no breakthrough star there yet. No. There's no one that's actually broke through. And I, I maintain, and I say this all the time, you've got a style that once it gets on telly, people will go, that's different. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's something completely different. But it's also a style that I think, you, it's a style that I don't think works in your mid thirties. No, definitely not. So that's why it needs to be done now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's the thing about with the my type of style. The first thing to go is your reactions, isn't it? And my style is based on reactions. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I, I do believe that the fact that I haven't burnt myself out and I haven't been over fighting and that should prolong prolong me me career, but. I mean that's not the only thing I can do. I, I mean, if if people's watching me fight, they know I can, I can box fight as well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, box of course. And, I, and if 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 be if I have to, I'll stand there and, and just have a war, you know. So, um, I think I've got a good few years left in, yeah. in the game, and and this this is the most important 
part of the decree for me where I've got to fulfil what I believe I, I can do. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's exactly where I'm coming from. That's you know, I, I'm like it, it. It feels like it's now or never. It feels like you've got to get to the end of this year and be in a position to be pushing for titles, fighting for titles. You know, and I think that input it's important just to solidify that role with your dad and be like, right, that's it now. It's just me and you until the end, until the till this thing plays out. That's it. Whether it's a year, ten years, twenty years, whatever it may be, this is it now. This yeah. is not changing. We're in it together, kind of thing, because as you say, you built that style together. Yeah, he's a fundamental reason you box the way you do. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've always said if uh, I started my me, me career with my dad, through, I mean, I, I walked in the gym on my sixth birthday with, with, with my dad, and um, I've have my last fight with my dad. Do you know what I mean? But it's just a so hopefully we can we can just get it right. You know what I mean? Get it right. So when the end does come, we can sit back and think, you know what, we done all right, didn't we? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if, if we was to do that now, I think we'd, we'd both just have our head in our hands. Cause... But, uh, do you know what? That's not just you, though. I feel the same way about, about Nick and Tony especially. Now, listen, yeah. you, you, fortune's everything in life, and sometimes you get good luck and sometimes you get bad fortune. And, you know, thankfully, I'm sure you're like me. The Smith brothers deserve nothing but praise. They've done brilliant, yeah, amazing things for this yeah. city. You know, all the British titles, all the world titles, the, everything else. Un- incredible. But I remember 15, 16, 17 years ago when both families were winning national titles, when yeah. both families were banging on the door for Team GB, when both families were sometimes competing against each other. Yeah. And then we've seen, we seen the first one, Paul versus Tony for the British title. I think that might have even been the first show at the Echo Arena. Or was it Tony Dodson? Versus your Tony, yeah, it's, it's Dodson first. Dodson, yeah, Dodson your Tony was the fi- that, that opened the Echo Arena, yeah, didn't yeah. it for boxing? But then obviously t- your Tony for Paul, and then that that was when I thought this is a this is a family rivalry that could yeah, go yeah. right through. But well, at that at that time as well, Paul the same way as Tony, Liam was the same way as Arnick, and I was yeah. the same way as Stephen. Exactly. So at that time, if thing go, but the way things work out, it's just you know what I mean. You, you can't sit there and think, oh well. We, that could have been us, or it is what it is. Of course, oh, yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm a big believer in um, you create your own look. I mean, yeah. I could have sat at home, still being a mess, going, oh, this should have been me. Yeah. Or you get up and, and, and make it, it you. You know what I mean? And that, that's that's the mentality I'm, I'm like now. I don't don't want no um, sympathy off no one because, oh, you, you, you're, I'm sound, I'm all right. I just want to get back fighting and do what I'm not. The only thing I can do. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm. I've boxed. That's all I've done is ever box. Do you know what I mean? Since I was, since six, I've, I've, I've left school with no qualifications. Boxing is the only thing I know. Yeah. So, to me, I, I need to do it properly, and this is it. That's it. Just still love it. Just still love boxing. Um. Yeah. When 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 you're in, in camp and and you you're seeing your results, you're putting the work in and. And pe- people are buying tickets. The, the, the side of the boxing I hate is, is the people that don't see when you're getting left down, left, right and centre by sponsors. Because at the end of the day, if I'm training three times a day, where am I going out to earn money? You, yeah, you rely yeah. on sponsors to, to look after. You know, just, and you know, just to see you through camp, do you know what I mean? And that's the, the painful bit is when, like, I, I know now I've picked up two losses. I've lost my last two fights. Um, you see my, my team top on Friday I've got one sponsor now mm-hmm. and I'll give, I'll give him a shout out while here Meaden yeah. um, is it, the fellow who owns it has helped me out massively but I've had my phone, phone non-stop ringing and then you lose the phone stops ringing the sponsors stop coming 
people don't want to buy tickets anymore and then you just you don't and then you that's what puts you in that mess you're thinking oh I'm finished yeah yeah of course so now start doubting yourself then that's it because I guess it's easy when you're on a win and run and everyone's slapping on your back and everybody wants to be your mate and everybody wants to be on your shorts and everybody you know yeah that's it yeah but then when when you lose and but that's what they say in it when you lose. Look around the dressing room because they're the people that you can trust. The yeah. ones who are in the dressing room when you that's, lose. And that, that is a hundred percent right. Look, lucky enough for me, I had a, I had, I experienced that with Tony. I seen what happens with Tony when he won his British title and then he lost the British title, and I seen people disappear, and that opened my eyes back then. So that's why the way I am the way I am now because anyone knows me, I've got a very small circle of friends. Do you know what I mean? And we just keep ourselves to ourselves. And and that's the reason why because people come and, and they just use you. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just they want to use you to take it to I don't know just to advance themselves. And that now that I'm in it, that's that's the way I am. I just keep myself to myself. That's why it's hard for me because Joe was selling tickets and that. If I'm not in the gym and I'm home with the kids, yeah, I don't go out every weekend partying. So I haven't got a big circle of mates where you can. It's, it's boss if you can because all the lads will come. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but I haven't got that. You've sold fifty tickets without even picking That's up the phone. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. But but when, if you're in the gym and you're spending that time with with the kids, where, where's where's that coming? And people don't see that side of the boxing because now I've I've got to get the ball rolling again now. Yeah. So I've literally started from scratch again. I, I was lucky enough to fall fall land on my feet and get this brilliant sponsor. But apart from that, I'm the ticket sales I've got to sell again. And 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 the, the sponsors have got to try and come in again, but that's now instead of me sitting sitting here thinking, oh, no one wants to sponsor me. What I'll do now is I'll get myself active, yeah. and then then they'll come. You know what I mean? Then then, then 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 the phone will start ringing again, and and it's it's all on me, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's all on me basically, and I I'm focused and I'm I feel mentally in a good place and physically in a good place to do what I'm I say I'm going to do. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's key. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about your sanity as much as anything else. But as long as you're head is in this game and you want it today as much as you wanted it when you first turned pro. I think that's the fundamental thing. Otherwise, it's not fair on him. It's not fair on, on your little daughter. It's not fair on, on your on your missus. It, it's definitely not. The, the, the sacrifice over the years that I've, that me, me missus and, and the kids are seeing. I mean, I'm coming in from the gym and I'm going to stay. So that's why I wanted to go to Marbella for a week mm-hmm. and, and have a thing because I feel I'm training three times a day. I come in I go straight up to bed and I feel guilty that I can hear the kids playing downstairs and yeah. I'm just doing... Do you want to play, obviously? Yeah, but they want to... But I haven't got the energy to do that. So they're the sacrifices. So not as much as I want it for me. I want, they deserve it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because when I'm in camp, I'm... I'm Natalie knows I'm, I'm moody. Um, there's no conversation in me. I'd be... I'd a nightmare to be with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So as much as I want it for me, it's they who deserve it. You yeah. know what I mean? For, for putting up with me. So... This this is like you say. Do you love it more now than you did when you first started? I th- I think I love it now and need it more than the first started because I realise it is a it's, it's a short career boxing, isn't it? So yeah. you've literally got to get in, get what you can, and get out, and still be able to sling a sentence together. Of course. So that's the position I'm in now. Where, where's Natalie's head with it? Does she still enjoy boxing, or has she been on a bit of a roller coaster with it now? She she's she. she the only thing that she's not doing is taking the punches in the ring. Yeah, you know course. what I mean. One hundred percent. That's the only thing she's not doing. Yeah. Apart from that, she's she's um, seeing the struggles. She's seeing seeing the ups, the downs. She's enjoying the the, the good side of it, the bad side. Um, but she supports me 
because she knows it's it's good. She knows what what I'm capable of. You know what I mean? And she knows, she knows what needs to be done. And um, so yeah, she she's hundred percent. Not just that, my family are as well. Yeah, because everyone's very supportive of me. Like, um, I just it's for the kids in it. That's all I think about. It's for the kids. Um, I mean, the the, mon- the money I get is only going to better the kids' lives. lives. Do you know what I mean? And I, I just want to. I'm not in a, in in a job where I've got a secure pension. Do you know what I mean? I, if I've decided from boxing, I've just that's me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I want to try and get something and, and get something so the kids' future secures. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not I'm not bothered about myself as long as me, me kids are all right. Yeah, of course. You're listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. I'd like to John quickly still in the studio. Stick with us. Coming up in part three, we're gonna have a little look ahead to New York as well. That's John's take on the uh, Amir Khan fight, and we'll have a little look back on the poetry and motion that was Vasil Lomachenko last weekend. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. If you just joined us, delighted like to say Johnny Boy Quigley is still joining me in the studio, along with little Johnny as well, who's been on his best behaviour sitting <laughs> in the corner. Are you going to say hello? No. going to say hello to your granddad or anything? Hello, granddad. There you, there go. you go. Fantastic. <laughs> Done. He's happy now. Um, the... First fight back, that's the most important thing. Four rounds, Friday night, let's just get them out the way. Let's get this weight under control. Let's get back down to where we need to be. Um, hopefully a busy 2019 ahead. MTK should know. The, the beauty of it is you're not starting from scratch. MTK, no. Two fights under your belt, titles, That's it. opportunities. That's the, the, right the one there. good thing that I've got in yeah. my favour at the minute. I'm not starting from scratch. Give me two, a couple of fights and then put me in a defense 100% this is fight number 17 coming up on Friday night so it's not like you need to t- you need a load of four rounders four rounder here maybe a six or an eight rounder early summer and then let's go let's go yeah let's, let's go. go anyone have gloves will travel yeah it's too nice uh, that's, that's you hit the nail on the head that is it how's um, we touched on obviously Nick and, and Tony in part two but how's your Nick doing anyway because last time I'd seen him he was well I've seen him I was looking on his social media I'm thinking oh Nick Quigley's become a model then he's in America training at Mayweather's gym for a fight. Then he's down <laughs> at London with like drinking coffee with no socks on in some posh in some posh cafe. Like who is he? He's like he's like Mr. remember the cartoon Mr. Benny walks into a costume shop and reappears as someone completely different. I'm an astronaut today. Today I'm a window cleaner. You forgot the fact that he was a he was an excellent Harry Potter fellow. There you go, an excellent Harry Potter. Yeah, he's a, he's a man of many talents. <laughs> I love it. He's, a, he's living his best life. Oh, he is. He's a, I just look around, you know what he's like, you walk in the room, because me, I'm just rago, you know, as we're with trackies, and, but on he comes into the room, you're like, oh, he's smooth, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like his little scarf on, like, so you've got no little socks cravat, on. No yeah, socks. But um, Nick's just, he's very unique, he just does, he, I love it. He, he follows no one and does his own thing, um, and he, he's, he's still training solid, he's, he's based in London at the minute. Yeah. Is he um, working down in London? Yeah, he's he working down in London. But he's still training. He trains every day in the Peacock gym. He was sparring the other week with um, Anthony Yard. Anthony Yard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Nick hasn't got a fight coming up. Um, he's got no, no, no dates in sight. And um, he phoned me. I went with him. I was just being sparring. And I, I went, I went to who just sparring with Anthony Yard or something. <laughs> And the yard, I went, I went Nick, he's, he's like, a beast. Frank Warren's hottest prospect. <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. He's, he he's about to fight Kovalev for the world title, apparently. And, and Nick was like, oh, I went, how was he going? He went, Sam, he's like, you're nuts. <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's just looking at him. 
You just you wouldn't think. No, you wouldn't. He just jumps in and he like having having wars with that in the yard. You know Brilliant. what I mean? It's but uh, next he he struggles, he struggles doesn't he? Because he he's licensed in in Nevada, mm-hmm. so he struggles to get fights. Um, next, pretty much in the same boat as me, where he needs he needs a couple of fights yeah. to get him uh, to get him active, and then to, like he's like maybe we'll fight anyone. It's just the position he's in. No one's gonna phone and say. Is a couple of easy fights for you. The yeah. only phone calls he's gonna realistically get is, I mean, he was getting offered someone on uh, on a Golden Boy show again. In, I think it was in Vegas against some Mexican who's ranked crazy ranks in the world, like four in the world. Or, and and one of the Mexicans who's had twenty two and stopped twenty four. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but he is literally one of them, and yeah. they're the, the the phone calls he's thinking. But he's, he he can't be taking them. No. After after being inactive, you can't you, no, you, you can't, can't do it. Of course. So it's it's and not for me. No one's more dedicated than our Nick. Um, like I, I know in, in the past, if he was working away, he'd bring his gym stuff, uh, his skipping rope and, and his stuff, and, and he'd be training in the hotel room. And that's without a date. That's without a date for a fight. Like he phones. He, I speak to him daily, and um, he tells me he, he's dreading going to the gym later because he's doing strength. But he doesn't have to. He, do you know what I mean? He's just. And that, that, that's, you can't... It's mad, isn't it? Um, yeah, that's what I mean. That's, he deserves, out of anyone, he deserves a bit of thing. Look at the, the dedication he's put in. He, he deserves it, but it's just a hard position he's in. Yeah. Well, this, Anthony Collar touched on it last week. You can love boxing as much as you like, but it just won't love you back. That's that's the that's no, boxing, full stop. That, that's it. I, I say this. In boxing, we are literally pieces of meat. Yeah. Literally. I mean... You've got to get him out and make as much money yeah, as possible. Yeah, I mean, Eddie Ian or, or one of the big promoters, they can, they can love the fighter and they can, they can, but as soon as he gets beat, out the door, next, next, yeah. they, don't, they don't really, there's not real love, do you well, know it's what I mean? It's a business. That's, that's all it is, your business, business. you're just pieces of meat. Yeah. You're, you're doing well, come on, keep earning me money, keep me money. if you just lost, go on, see you later. Yeah, next. Uh, next, and it's, it's just a, it's a constant conveyor belt of yeah. of that, and, and that's just, if you're in this, if, if you're in that game, you just got to kind of, uh, except that that's the fact. That's just the way the business goes. Yeah, yeah, what about your Tony? Is he still does he still watch boxing? Because I've talked about someone who's had no luck. Um, I don't <clears> know. <throat> I don't know if he Tony's. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, he's coming to my fight Friday. Yeah, yeah. It's just good. Um, I don't know if he he, he follows boxing anymore because we don't. Do you know what? We don't really talk about it because it's it's been a part of our lives for, for so long. It's. it's it's very rarely we, we we talk talk about about the boxing, but um, I, I guess I guess he still follows the big fights and that. Yeah. But it, it, when, when we're together, we're just talking about the kids. Of course. You know what I mean, he's, he's got a he's got a little he's got four kids now. Amazing. Um, so it's just it's basically just kid talk, football talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just skitting each other basically. <laughs> That's what brothers do, isn't it? That's what yeah, it's all yeah. about. Um, speaking of big fights, obviously, um. I mentioned at the top of the show that I'm lucky enough to be going out to New York this weekend to watch Amir Khan. But before I ask you about Amir Khan, what did you make of Lomachenko last weekend against against Anthony Crawler? Where where'd you rank Lomachenko? It's, it's hard. You're seeing people saying he's the best pound fan boxer. Can you put him up there now with like the greats? Um, it's, he's just he's brilliant. I mean, to, to me, that he didn't even he, he knocked Crawler out and he didn't even look like he was trying. That hook, he didn't load it up. He was not on in it. I think he just frazzled in the certain parts of his, yeah. his, his, his temple or something. And he's brilliant, isn't he? he, he he's he's like he's so many steps ahead. I mean, I remember reading something 
that is his dad took him out of, of boxing for a year or two or something and put him into ballet or ballroom dancing. Yeah. And watch him, you can see how that has benefited him because his movements and, and his, his, his timing and his dancing has a lot to do with rhythm. Yeah. And, and to me, boxing is a lot to do with rhythm and, and he's got it, hasn't he? Absolutely. I just yeah. don't see... I mean, who, who's going to test him? I, I think... I think I don't think Farmer would, would come near him. No. I think Javante Davis, it, it, it looks like a good fight, but for me, that fight needs to be made now because I just feel like that Javante Davis is going down that Adrian Broner path. Yeah, of course. The longer he, that fight doesn't happen, the, the more he's partying he's doing. And the more he, he ends up in prison. Yeah. yeah. You can just you can just see it. Like Broner, Broner at, at one point was the next Mayweather coming through and he starts hanging around with rappers, living the life that, that the rappers live, which... It doesn't work for boxers. No. And he's being found out. But now you, you, you come on Instagram, you just see Javante Davis and Asian Boner partying all the time in clubs. Yeah. So that, if that fight's going to happen, it needs to happen while he's still fresh. Absolutely, of course. Come up to Khan this weekend then. Do you give Khan much of a chance against Terence Crawford? Because uh, it's funny because if, if Lomachenko wasn't round, I think most people would probably agree that Terence Crawford's the pound for pound best boxer on the planet right now. Yeah, uh, I rate Crawford highly, but. I'm a massive fan of Amir Khan. Yes, me too. I, I can't... People who give him give him stick or say that... I mean, just the fact that the, the knockouts he's, he's taken in, in the past and come back and put himself... In, that's a massive uh, step in itself. Yep. Um, and come on, he swerves no one. You know what I mean? Look, look at the people he's fought. For Canelo at middleweight. Exactly. And I mean, yes, he got knocked out, but he, he, he stepped up and, and, yep. and, and fought him out. I'm a massive fan of him. Um, I think. I think. Do you know what? To me, it's a. That's a tough one. He's never lost at welterweight, you know, Khan. Has he? No. He's never lost at welterweight. This is proper weight division, you know. And he's had four defeats in his entire career. Whenever you talk about Khan, people go, "Oh, he's he's chilly. He'll get knocked he's still out on a glass jaw." But look, look at who about? he's fighting. You know what I mean? He, he lost to Breeders Prescott. Got caught in the first round, cold. Could have happened to anyone. And he was a crazy, uh, dangerous puncher. He was against, unknown at the time. Against no. a mad puncher like that that no one had ever heard of. That can happen to anybody. Yeah, of course. Because you go out there and you, you underestimate someone and suddenly they hit you with a sledgehammer and you yeah. think, where did that come from? Exactly. And uh, not and not just that, at the fact that he's he's managed to... Because that was that knockout was all over the all over the world, really, because yeah. it was Amir Khan. And most people that would just finish, finish, them. finish them right off. Because it was that um, uh, brutal. But the fact that he's come back and, and he's put himself back in and he's been knocked out again, but he's come back and yep. at the end of the day, that's what to me that's what boxing is about. It's about coming back when, when it's easy when everything's going your own way. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you, you know what someone's made of when the back's against the wall and it's, it's do or die. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do they kill off and think, or do they come back and have a go? And well, isn't that, isn't that part of the reason why we love Muhammad Ali? Isn't that part of the reason why? Some of the great champions are put up there, like a Toro Gatti and people like that, because they have lost. That's it, yeah. They've lost and come back. Like yeah. that, that, that makes them for me. That, that make that puts them on a different level. Of course, I I shared on my Twitter the other day. I was just flicking through and Jember Crawlers against that Castillo that oh, round. Goodness, yeah. I, have you ever seen anything like it? He was gone. He was gone. Finished. Yeah. You know what I mean? And get spitting his gum shield over a break and just grits it and, and managed to scrape a win. To me, that is you can't you can't work on that in the gym. That's no. hard. That. But that's. But that's champion mentality. Definitely. And I think, like, yesterday was the anniversary of um, Marvin Agler and Thomas Ains, the was greatest it, yeah. round in history. That was yesterday. Two more guys, not undefeated. Like, they, they had losses on their records. That's yeah. what it's all about. And I think, I, I don't know whether history will be kinder to Amir Khan than this generation that just don't seem to appreciate him. I think people have got short memories and think, 
I remember when he first turned pro and he used to wear them diamond watches and he'd be driving this and driving that, yeah? Because he was a 22-year-old yeah, kid with kid. more money than sense. Yeah, that's it. He's still but a kid. His body of work is unreal. The wins that he's had, Devon Alexander, Cast, you know, um, Calazzo, Zab Judah, like Maidana. Maidana. And Obrero's coming to the end, but still he'd be Pereira. Exactly, Pereira. You're like... The wins he's had, and then, as you say, the losses got caught by Danny Garcia in a gun show. That was a silly mistake against Garcia. Lamont Peterson with his other, his other loss. Lamont Peterson failed the drug test afterwards. Yeah, he yeah. was juiced up to the eyeballs. I, I, and he won that fight anyway. Yeah. He got robbed. I, I think um, I don't think it's the wins that define him. I think it's his losses that define him. And, yeah. and it shows who we, our that's our champion is, is meant to... to bounce, they bounce back, don't they? And, and of course. Look, he's, in, he's in a massive, massive fight again after possibly... If you look at the fights he's lost, they're brutal chaos. He's yep. coming back, so I'm a massive fan of him. The, the mad thing is, we were talking about this week. We were talking about Lomachenko and Terence Crawford, and can Terence Crawford go one better than Lomachenko? What he's just done against Crawler, because they seem to be jostling to see who's the best pound for pound boxer yeah. on the planet. And I think Lomachenko made a bit of a statement there against Crawler because he's not usually like that Lomachenko he likes to make people quit doesn't he yeah. the all the world champions he's beat this is why he was no Maschenko for so long because he would he would hit the mid shots but then step off yeah. and go go on yeah you're struggling aren't you and yeah. then bum, bum, hit them again step off and the and fighters would literally go I thought it was a, a good world champion this guy's a different level get and me that, out of here and that was him steps up and waist as well of course but, it, but, he's like, but they were like get me out of here get me out of here I don't want to do it no more he's embarrassing me I feel silly but he didn't do that to Crawler. I think against Crawler, he was just like horrible Lomachenko, nasty Lomachenko. Like, I'm getting you out of here. I'm going to destroy you. But, but that's what's so good about him because he'd done that without even looking like he was trying. I know. It was, it was a, like a backhand hook. Just a backhand hook and stepped off and, and, and Crawler fell it's face a bad first. It's a, yeah, it's a bad yeah. knockout. He didn't even load up. No. So imagine what, what, what powers he got when he starts loading up. Of course. You know what I mean? And he's, he's looking. To, but to have that, to have that, that's timing then, isn't it? Timing makes it. Timing that, that's timing, that shot. It's not low, because he never loaded up at all. Not it was a choppy little right hook. Yeah, yeah, just, it's just nice, relaxed, whipped it in. Yeah. Um, but for me, timing beats beating power. Because yeah. without the timing, neither of them work. Of course. You know what I mean? You can be, Khan's been, been a, a result of, he's possibly the fastest puncher in the world. But it, his time was wrong with um, that Danny Garcia. Yeah. He opened up at the wrong time, Dude. got knocked out. Yeah. So timing, you can have the biggest punch in, in the world but if you I've got the timing to land it clean mm-hmm. it means nothing so Lomachenko is, is, is timing is, is faultless isn't it absolutely phenomenal yeah listen Lomachenko was a 100 to 1 shot for a reason you know uh, we, we all knew Crawler was a massive step up and that's no slight on Crawler oh, Lomachenko right. was a massive step up from anybody in that weight yes, division nice. that's just a fact but coming back to this weekend coming back to Amir Khan the difference here is I think one, I think Amir Khan's a bigger star than Terence Crawford, globally. Yeah, globally been in bigger is, yeah. fights, been around for 10 years. Not just that, he's, been he's, in way more pay-per-views. Off, off the boxing world as well. He's, yeah, he's, been he's, in trans- he's transcended the ring. That's what I mean. So, yeah, it's too, I agree with what you're saying. He's, he's, he's a bigger global star. And he's star. been in these big fights before. He, walking out at Madison Square Garden, it, w- it won't be like when uh, Rocky Fielding for Canelo walked out Madison Square Garden and Rocky my god we love him to bits of yeah, course yeah. we do and he deserved that opportunity but he was a bit like oh my god I'm fighting Canelo at Madison Square Garden Can I, it's not Amir Khan won't walk out and go oh no I'm fighting Terence Crawford he'll walk out and go this is where I belong He's mixing you're fighting me yeah, yeah. you're fighting me this yeah. is because Terence Crawford's not a pay-per-view star as good no. as he is he's not a pay-per-view star no. This is, I think, this is only his second ever pay per view against Amir yeah. Khan. Yeah, Khan's been in way more pay per view fights, yeah. way bigger Khan's fights. Khan's been in, in pay per view fights since he was a kid. Yeah, Annie. 
He's in Sky Box Office, really. But, That's right. Uh, Pretty much early on. Yes. Or ICV, whatever it was at the time. But, yeah, um, he's used to mixing them circles, Khan, isn't he? So, I don't... Um, do you think he'll do it? Do you think he'll get the win? Or do you think he'll do what Khan always does and that's give us a brilliant fight? I, I think both. I, th- I think he'll do it and I think he'll give us a brilliant fight. Yeah. I think he'll do both because he... Um, there's no quitting him. No. And... Um, I've been following him. I follow him on Instagram. He, he looks like he's he's in great shape as well, and the training. He looks like he's he's, he's brought some new stuff into his training, yeah. which is always good. As 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 you get into the end of your career, because it just keeps you fresh. Yep. It's a fresh approach. So, um, I think he will do well. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't, I don't want to say yet he'll do, but I'm confident. Listen, he'll do he's well. he's the underdog for a reason. Terence Crawford's undefeated in 34 fights, and the former undisputed unified light welterweight champion who's stepping up and trying to do the same thing at welterweight. There's no shame in it. I personally, I would love to see Khan win just for his own legacy. It'd be amazing. Yeah. But also, Terence Crawford might go back down to light welter. And if he goes back to light welter, maybe Lomachenko comes up and we get the super fight Oof. the world deserves. I think what that's the only that thing be? that will beat Lomachenko. Yeah. Is, is Trying to get too big. Yeah. yeah. Trying to step up that too much. But look, look at Mayweather. Exactly. You know what I mean? Not half. Look at Pacquiao. He moved up about a 12 weight division. I know. Didn't he start like flyweight or started, straw weight? He started straw weight and ended up at welter or like middle. How are you doing? Oh, well, and still I'm knocking, knocking well, so it's clean up. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Listen, thanks so much for coming in the no, studio. Thanks for having me. Mate, not at all. So glad you're back out on Friday night. The journey continues. I'd like to say this is Johnny Quigley part two, but I think this is probably Johnny Quigley part four. But let's just hope par four pays par four off. Slash two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, par four needs to pay off because, mate, if you get to the end of your career and you haven't got belts wrapped around your waist and you haven't got a mortgage fully paid for and all that kind of stuff. I'd be devastated for you because the talent you've got and the style you've got, it's it's TV ready. Yeah, it's TV ready. It's so in my hands, not wasn't it, mate? From Friday, that's it. We lit the blue it, yeah. touch paper. Let's go. That's it. Let's go. No, MTK no, behind back, you, no. absolutely. You've been listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Get down the Olympia in Liverpool on Friday night for that MTK show. Absolutely bags of scouse talents on there. Tickets will be available on the door. To keep up with me over in New York at the Amir Khan Fight, check out Fight Disciples on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we're going to be posting loads of stuff on YouTube from New York as well. And I'll catch you there next week. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.